Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to my hungry athletes worldwide. I am your coach, Chaz. Follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-C-H-C-H-A-Z-Z. I'm in your room. I'm in your car. We on the bus. We walking toward our future. We are on our way to work towards our future. Here we are, day by day, working to become better athletes and students of life. Let's get to business. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to my hungry athletes worldwide. This is your coach, Chaz, coming to you live today. The message for today is the art of being alone. And some people, they may associate being alone with sadness, loneliness, melancholy. But I'm going to tell you that being alone can be amazing. Being alone can be awesome. You can learn new things alone, and you always learn new things alone, but your association with being alone, it needs to be an art. And so I'm going to tell you the art of being alone. And this is something that I'm constantly learning. This is something where uh, if if it wasn't something that I struggled with or I am struggling with, I wouldn't talk about it on the podcast. And this is something that's been in my heart that I felt I need to share. And so go ahead, just Rate this podcast five stars. Go ahead, share the podcast with your friends. Just whoever needs this, whoever you feel needs this, go ahead and share this podcast because I feel like I'm going to drop some real knowledge on y'all. And when I was younger, um, well, right now, I'm, I'm a younger sibling. And to be a younger sibling means to not, not necessarily be in the shadow of your other siblings because, like I said, it's not about your relationship with well it's not about the thing it's about your relationship with the thing and so the thing is my siblings and so I had a good relationship with my siblings and that relationship only gets deeper as we get older but at times I felt alone because my sister was off to college Uh, my brother was in high school and he was doing his own thing he was working and so I spent a lot of time alone or just spent time in my room and so what I do at that time, I either was at swim practice, I was at football practice. Um, I didn't do homework a lot, so I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'll be like I was doing my homework. But, you know, I was a, a lover of video games. And one of those video games is Pokemon. And, you know, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, games like that. Nerdy games like that. I, didn't, I wasn't really into 2K or FIFA. I wasn't really into things like that. And so that was how I spent my alone time when I was younger. And so as I got older... In the city, you know, we start partying in the city, and we start smoking, we start drinking, and sometimes these habits become things that we do in our own time, and this was something that I did in my own time, and so it was it was kind of difficult during times where when, say, you was going through an emotional struggle or you went through a breakup, the bottle and the blunts are always there. And that's what it is. And those are things that are always there. And they're always there willing to take the capital. And so I'm going to tell you in the art of being alone, you don't have to be in a different state of mind. You can be doing different activities. And the best way that you can do that is by going into your childhood. And so I'm going to tell you about two different experiences where I made the best out of my loneliness. And so I remember in high school, um, I remember just after a breakup, this breakup happened, like I wasn't expecting it. And it was something that happened at like college tours or whatever. It wasn't getting into colleges. It was a hard time for me. And so 
the thing that I decided to do immediately. I decided to go to the gym. <laughs> and a lot of dudes can empathize with this, or a lot of women can empathize with this because, you know, something inside you tells you to move at a certain point. Like, you're going through grief, whether it's through somebody dying, a pet dying, or you going through a breakup. You're going to have a grief period. And sometimes we always have this grief period because, say, when we encounter our friends, we never really know when the last time we're going to see them in that, capac- in that capacity, whether they're best friends, whether they're just an acquaintance or a friend, or whether they're your wife or your, your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend. You never know when the last time you're going to see that them in that capacity. So we kind of go through a slight grief when we leave our friends. And so just remember, like, what is your relationship with this thing? This thing, my relationship, my relationship, my relationship with my girlfriend was something that I relied on. It was something where I had emotional support. It was something where I had creative support. I had um, um, athletic support in a way. And so I was able to express myself in that way. And the first, you know, after a couple of days of being sad and, and stuff, after that, I was able to be like, all right, let me bounce back. Let me just get back to who I am and who I was and who, why, why a person like that would fall in love with me. And so Get back into yourself. Get back to yourself. A lot of people, they're going into moments of grief. They can't really express their grief or their anger and so or their anxiety. And so they drown that out by smoking or drinking. And I'm going to tell you that that's not the way. That's not the way. You have to feel. You have to feel what you're feeling. You have to feel what you're going through. You have to really understand what you're going through because whether you tackle it today or 20 years from now, whether whatever that it is, you're going to have to tackle it. And it might be bigger 20 years from now, and it might be smaller tomorrow. But I want to tell you, it's not about the relationship. It's about your relationship with the thing. You got to think about that. So whether it's the bottle, whether it's the drinking, whether it's your creative process, If you're not allowing yourself to understand your relationship with the object, the person, your activity, you're going to end up compromising yourself. You're going to end up compromising your psyche. You're going to compromise your goals. You're going to compromise everything, everything that you've done up to that point. If you're not able to feel and understand your gut, like your gut. Like when's the last time you really listened to your gut? Your gut's not really wrong if you think about it. In, in many instances, your gut will tell you the right thing. Your gut will direct you in the right way. It's your intuition. You got to listen to your intuition in the times of being alone. And a lot of people, they might not really want to trust themselves. They, they might not trust their bodies. But this is the art of being alone. You have to find that. You have to find what makes you happy, whether it's reading, whether it's writing, or say you're not good at reading. Like, pick up something small. Pick up something that is really simple, elementary almost. Get through that. Pass that barrier. Or say you're not good at drawing. Get a coloring book. Get an already done coloring book and just color. Stop putting up barriers when you're alone. That's what a lot of people do as soon as they get home. They're going to put up barriers 
as to why they can't do something, why they can't achieve a dream, why they can't get this certification, people are putting up barriers in their mind every single day. And they do it when they're alone because they don't understand the art of being alone. And I said I was going to give you two instances. And I can't think of one right now. And another one, I had the other one in my mind, but I just want to really solidify that your relationship with this object, your relationship with anything that is in the outside world. If you just sit and look around at everything, whether you're outside, whether you're in your room, whether you're in your car, on the couch, in the gym, all these different places, a lot of these things are man-made. Many of these things are man-made. And so if you don't really connect yourself to what is one, nature, your friends, your family, Those are the things that actually make us. Those are the things that are going to bring you closer to what is you, to what is really meant to be. You know, a lot of us are getting our minds just distorted, really distorted. And it's not your fault. It's society's fault. It's because society has such a stronghold on us, on everybody, especially the younger generation, I'm talking about kids younger than me, I'm 24. Like, these kids have never grown up without a screen. Like, I'm raising my niece right now, and she knows how to use a phone. Kind of. It's She's like one year and like six months. It's crazy. Like, how intelligent we as humans are. But we haven't caught up. We really haven't caught up. Because we're addicted to the stuff. We're addicted to Instagram. We're addicted to negativity on Twitter. We're addicted to drugs and alcohol. We're addicted to sex. We're addicted to these many things. And so, if we don't understand ourselves, coming into one. And so, one strategy I can give you into understanding yourself, into being alone, is to meditate. And people might think meditation is a you know, a huge, big practice. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. It comes day by day. It, it really is a day by day process. And the more you meditate and the more frequently you meditate, the easier it gets and the more value you get from your meditation. And even you just taking the step of, say, meditating for five minutes just today after this podcast, taking five minutes to yourself, and just breathing, or either just closing your eyes and letting your mind just be. You need to work on the art of being. We need to work on the art of being. Take some time in the morning to just be. Don't let your phone be the first thing that you use, or the first thing that you do within the first five minutes you waking up. I don't even sleep with my phone in my room anymore. That's how bad it is. It's like, yo, I'm not even going to sleep with that thing in my room trying to get me i heard a quote the other day it was saying in this generation we don't look at our phone we look at our phone either before or during while we use the bathroom never after and i'm like damn that is so right because <laughs> i'm usually on my phone either before i'm using the bathroom or during i'm using while i'm using the bathroom and that just shows the level of addiction that 
that we that that's what we think is normal. Like if that's the first thing we go to in the morning, like our phones to check who's talking to us, who's who's checking on us, who who liked our picture, who who's talking smack on Twitter, like all these different things. Just shows you the level of addiction and sickness that we have. It's it's so deep rooted, so deep rooted. And one thing that we can do, one thing that I do, I meditate in the morning. I meditate in the evening. And I do that before I go to bed. And the evening process is a little um, shorter because I usually fall asleep right after. But it's it, it's something that I take that time. I don't let my phone just be my last thoughts. I, I, I take the time. I put my phone outside my room. I, I take some time. I, I meditate for about 10, 15 minutes. And another strategy that you can use that I use usually is journaling. And I tell all my friends to journal. I tell everybody you should be journaling every day. You should be recording the journey. And, and that's that was a part of what I understood when, when I was playing Pokemon as a kid, that you, you have a journey worth recording. You have a journey worth writing down. So you should write down every step. You should write down every failure. You should write down every success. Write down the emotions you feel. Write down your relationships with the people that you're meeting up with and people that you love. Like, write all of it down and keep it secret. Keep it keep it tight to you. You know, your real friends will respect that. And so in the art of being alone, you know, it takes you to really be comfortable with you. And that's why it, it sounds easy, but it's one of the greatest challenges that we as humans have right now. And so in practice of the art of being alone, step one, meditate. Step two, journal. Step zero, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray and meditate. Pray on the word, meditate. And that's that. And so I appreciate you for listening. I know you're a benevolent person, so you probably already put five stars. But if you haven't already, please rate this podcast with five stars. Share this pod with your friend. And I'm going to see you next week. Stay positive. Stay blessed. Peace. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode or the whole podcast, if you haven't already, leave a review. Subscribe to the channel. This helps other people find the podcast so that they can take away some value in their lives also. Once again, follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-C-H-C-H-A-Z-Z. Stay hungry, stay blessed, and stay positive. Peace.